is up, guys? Wallow Jay here, and I'm here with my co-host, Miguelinho. Miguelinho, say what's popping to the people. What's popping to the people? <laughs> also joining us, our other co-host, Egg. Egg, say what's going on. What's going on, guys? And joining us from Birmingham, Alabama. Are you yes, at Ironclad right now? Yes, sir. At Ironclad. All right. We got nice. Alex Hall, who's uh, going on, P- everybody? PGF qualifier athlete. And also, you're a coach there, right? Yes, sir. I've been coaching for a little bit. I'm trying right to get on. a little bit on the wrestling scene, too, get my wrestling right. I heard you talking nice. about I was pulling guard in my match and definitely trying to get my wrestling better. Wait, wait. Who, who said it? <laughs> I remember you were saying something. We were talking. I was listening after the Chattanooga one, and um, somebody said that they were, they were impressed yeah. with it. And then somebody said, like, "Well, we pulled guard." And it's like that's not very ironclad, and definitely got to get my wrestling up to par. He's <laughs> definitely the person wearing the yellow hat. It was just odd. I mean, you know, here, here we come. Here, here's a man, purple belt un- under Matt Elkins, ironclad. You know, known for you know wrestling. You know, wrestling for jujitsu. I have the two. I, I have I have the tutorial and, and you come out and you pull guard first thing. I'm like, who, who would have expected that? I don't know. It's called strategy, oh. you know. Strategy. You opponents know what's coming up. Strategy. Yeah. You know? died when you pulled guard. Just yeah, so I want to be able to do a bunch of different things. I don't want to be – I know I'm an ironclad guy, but, you know, I kind of like for them to think that I'm going to come out and wrestle and then just be like, well, I wasn't expecting that at all. Yes. I love stuff like that. No, misdirection. That, that's the art of war, man. That's uh, that's outstanding. Yes, it, it, it tricked all of us. I was like, okay. Wouldn't have seen that, and I would have bet you have 10 bucks that, and I would have lost. Listen, and I'm I, kind of the only leg lock guy on our team, for real. Like, I'm trying to get to – I'm trying to get better at passing a mountain because I think that's kind of the direction. That, that's what Matt's been talking about, the direction that jiu-jitsu's headed. But I just want to be able to, like, evaluate somebody's game be like, well, this dude sucks at leg locks, so let's just pull and leg lock that guy. All right, let's, let's be able – let's make sure that we pass this guy. All right, on. So what came first for you, wrestling or jiu-jitsu? Oof. I kind of started them both at the same time, but there's just not as many wrestling classes – uh, as jujitsu classes. Um, so I would just say that I do jujitsu more, but I would say that I kind of took to wrestling faster, but I just don't do it as much. So you started as an adult because obviously, yes, you know, uh, coming up, if you're a kid, there's a whole lot more wrestling available than jujitsu. So when did you right. start uh, both? Uh, 19, but I didn't wrestle in high school or anything like that. Yeah. How old are you now? 23. Oh man, he's just a baby. You are old. Yeah, I am. I know. (laughs) For this new generation, the people at ADCC were like 19, but I mean, everybody wishes that they started earlier, so I'm just going to make the most of it. Look look at Kate Rotolo. Kate Rotolo is like, you know, a baby. Yeah. I mean, Wagner's 42 also, so it just like. I was about to say, you had both ends of the spectrum out there for sure. He's on the juice. Either oh, sorry. guys, or no, no, sorry, no guys that run vaccination clinics after practice in the locker room. Wallow, we have to use the proper terminology. He's pro-vax, right? Pro-vax, dude. <laughs> no, but that's really cool. That you, you know, I've seen you started after high school because me, uh, you know, a lot of grapplers will start either the, the wrestling or jujitsu before, um, or, or you hear of guys starting later on in life that do just jujitsu, but you went to both. What what made you uh, go that path at nineteen? Ooh, I think. Whenever I got done with high school, uh, my whole life I played football, ran track, played basketball or baseball, or just played something. 
And whenever I got to college, I realized that there was no, like, sport unless I'm going to go play football for Alabama or something like that. And just, like, getting realistic, and I just don't know if I'm going to be the starting DB, you know, for Coach Saban. Mm-hmm. And so I saw that combat sports were kind of taking off, and so I just wanted to get a part of it and ended up loving it. Hell, yeah. I mean, nice. you were already a natural athlete, you know, playing all those sports. I'd like to think so. Yeah, I mean. So do they call you the Alabama Hammer? It's like the first <laughs> That's the first time I've heard that one. <laughs> what? That's the perfect nickname, man. Jack of all trades right there. I'm into it. I'm into it there for you sure. Yeah, that's, well, that's you got to look at a guy like, like uh, what's his name? Uh, Eric Anders, you know, who was a football player and transitioned into combat sports. Yeah, right. And acting now. Oh, that's right. He was in Cobra Kai. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that was, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't just be like, oh man, whoa. Why did they make him look like he was nothing? He he would have beat everybody else. Well, they had to, they they had to use the 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 trickery, the treachery, the, oh, yeah. the pepper. Oh, we got some comments out here, Miggy. What, what's going on? I, I can't see. All right, those. cool, cool, cool. Uh, Silverback MMA says, "A, it's Silverback. What's up, dude?" Hi, Silverback. Then we have Sheldon Albertson saying, "Did I miss the callouts?" Winky emoji. My <laughs> <laughs> Sheldon. And then Tiago being very European. Says Roger Federer retiring as he speaks. What up, Tiago? Tiago's oh, down well, in Brazil, man. Oh, he's listen. Brazil. Because he mentioned living in like Italy too before, didn't he? Mm, I don't Maybe. know, but listen, he's uh, Mister Worldwide, dude. Yeah, okay. Just he misses other okay. countries. Very well. We'll, yeah. well. we'll go with that. So, how, how did you find Ironclad? I used to train at Spartan Fitness. And whenever Matt left, I really loved training with him and reached oh, out nice. and uh, just started taking some classes over here. And I uh, really love the no-gi scene that he has going on and just uh, had to join. So l- let me get this right. So Ironclad has the wrestling, obviously, that Jake runs and all that stuff. But there's also jiu-jitsu classes there? Yes, sir. Absolutely. So there's like, a, to be honest, it's really just a youth program and then like a, a high school team that trains with Jake on the wrestling. And so then Matt does okay. his own thing kind of with kickboxing and jiu-jitsu. And he'll uh, teach wrestling every now and then. All um, right. We've got a bunch of guys that, like, in my opinion, could be really good competitors, but, I mean, they really just love training jiu-jitsu and just hanging out and being laid back with it. And, I mean, I have to remind myself all the time that not everybody has, like, the same mindset and wants to, like, train every single day if they can and then compete all the time. But we really have some really good jiu-jitsu people. I know we're known for our wrestling, but. Yeah. I mean, every time we I go to the finale, there's a bunch of guys – you know, from Ironclad there. And even on uh, the last one, the last finale for the Summit Grappling Championship, there was a, quite a few of your guys that were competing in that as well. Egg just mentioned that I, I completely, you know, missed it. But uh, you also uh, tried out for a season three. Yes, sir, I did. Yeah. So what attracted you to initially to the PGF? Was it, you know, the fact that the Elkin brothers were in there? Uh, that's definitely a start for it, but um, I've also I've obviously known who BMAC was and wanted to be a part of what he was doing. And, you know, everybody that's seen the PGF in the past couple of years see the incline that it's on. Like the first season, it looked like a certain way, and then now it's looking more professional and more professional. So, I mean, just like the talent at the qualifiers, and it's getting to a point where it's similar to ADCC to where, like, if you don't win, like even if you had a great showing, you know, you might not be on it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I knew, I guess to answer your question, uh, it definitely persuaded me to go do that thing with the Elkins brothers, but I also wanted to be a part of what BMAC was doing. Nice. 
Now, egg. What was his name? The Turbo Turbo Dave Tax? Cooper, man. Turbo Tax. Turbo I mean, Tax. I'm sorry. Uh, he he ended your season three hopes. At, uh, no, he, he's Qualifier. a teammate, right? He is a teammate. Yes, sir. Right. He got me. <laughs> we saw him, and we're like, "Who's the accountant?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the man. That one stung, though. So, uh, yeah. Got the Jean-Luc Picard hair going on. Well, listen, you, you <laughs> obviously, you know, have improved from season three to, you know, to now because we saw you at the Chattanooga qualifier and you were very impressive. I appreciate that. So yeah, you got four wins that man, uh, four yeah. wins that day. I mean, you, you you were killing it, sir. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's just that I uh, I had six matches, but just lost that uh, rock troll twice. So, man, He'd be like that, you know, get past that guy. Yeah, he uh, conversation. He was impressive too. I, I'm looking forward to seeing him in season three. You know, he's a uh, he's a good guy. I mean, we we cheer everybody on. We don't. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we have our favorites here and there, but for the most part, we cheer everybody on. Yeah, yeah, we sure. cheer everybody except the guy wearing the yellow hat. He'll specifically name people that he thinks is going to win. That's it. <laughs> um, just wait. The moment you get off the podcast, Alex, you'll be like that Alex guy. I don't know, man. Like, Dude, <laughs> we were just talking to him. <laughs> Hey, hey, look, hey, look, hey if you if you want the 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 radical candor, man, I'll stab you right in the front. Uh, Oscar Wilde, the true friend, stab you in the front. Uh, I'll be like this. I'll, I'll I'm, he, I'm here for analysis. If you want analysis, no, I'll give it to you. I'm a big fan, but I, I tell it how it is. Now he'll send I, you a link to his blog. He's like, check out this dope article, and then it's just <laughs> trashing you and how to defeat you. He's like, this guy has ironclad, but he pulls guard. Watch out, folks. Yeah. So watch Rock out for Edgar, good. Alex. I just. I did not know he uh, – I mean, like, you see, like, the belts just mean something different nowadays. Like, mm. whenever I saw, like, Blue Belt – I saw he was an experienced Blue Belt, but, I mean, I'm pretty sure that I was just shy of the four-year mark as a Purple Belt. And so, like, he's been doing it for twice as long as I have, and, like, I've been around heel hooks. Like, I've known how to do a heel hook for a year. And so, like, mm. that's my game is to heel hook people. But, like, whenever you first get started, you learn an arm bar, like the most traditional way of doing it. Mm. But you don't know mm. that there's seven different ways to get to an arm bar. And so yeah. he was just entering from everywhere and just, like, I don't know. I'm definitely a little bit still – all the people that have beat me, I still, like, it's not like I don't like those guys or, like, I want to get back at them. Well, I do want to go against him again. But, I mean, he's a cool guy is what I'm trying to say. But – I'd love to get that, that match back. That is the nicest way to say that you want to get someone a mat in a match again <laughs> and have your hand raise it in the day. That's what I'm talking about, man. Well, so so Alex, I mean, the Rock Troll has has experienced something that both Miggy and I have experienced. Uh, it's called moving, uh, <laughs> and, and whenever you move and you try to get to new the gym, uh, you're you're basically at zero again. Uh, so so he still he actually he just got his purple belt lately. I think it was after the Chattanooga qualifier. Um, but that was his, his, uh, third different state training in, uh, since he started. And like I said, every, every time you move, you just kick the can down the road on promotions and, and you, cause you have to develop a relationship and they have to be able to see what you can do, all that stuff. And so you're very right. I mean, especially in the nogi scene, um, you know, belts are just kind of a little bit different. Um, yeah, so. it's becoming like wrestling, right? Like something you, I'm sure you see down at ironclad where you could have a kid that just started wrestling this like, you know, for, in the fall. And then he goes to a meet. And of course his first opponent is like the guy that's won state for the past few years. Well, look at, look at uh baby Elkins, uh, Marcus, you know, mm-hmm. he came, he came in uh, to, to uh, the PGF and he was a white belt, but you know, he's really not a white belt. He's been wrestling forever. 
you know? Mm -hmm. So I, I, I didn't buy into the whole, oh, he's just a white belt. I'm like, nah, he's going to surprise some people. And he did. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was trying to earn his spot at the Thanksgiving table. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was grappling for tradition. Some, some crazy stuff there. So uh, you said, uh, you know, obviously you're looking to get it back at some people. So, um, well, I mean, that, I mean call, him out. He, call him out. Call he, him out. If he's looking to run it back, did you run it back with uh, TurboTax, Dave? Um, so I'm not big on like calling out the teammates that I've lost to because like I do like <laughs> I don't I don't want to have that kind of I'm I like having like a uh, a friendly I'm I'm pretty sure Kimo Anderson put it like a uh, friendly rivalry on the mat mm -hmm. so that way whenever you do have a rivalry you do have like a guy that you're kind of used to you know whenever we come in like we're gonna yes. be competitive and get after it and so like calling out a teammate like that just kind of kills my vibe a little bit well I mean I you'll, you'll that. You'll have an opportunity because Wesley Carter, who you lost to the the first round, first loss, pardon me, I think it was, uh, or the second in the um, Decatur round two, he's in there. Uh, uh, so I mean, you, you you might see him later on uh, in in tournaments around the area. Um, that would be maybe. good. I was like, I don't know if y'all did y'all watch the whole second Decatur qualifier like all the way through. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. I mean. Steinbeck, I mean, we, we called him the mummy of all the tape. If you're if you're oh, asking yeah, yeah. me if I remember, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a better question thing. to ask. That's a better question to ask. Yeah. I did watch it, but I I don't remember all the matches. <laughs> I feel that. Well, I just like wasn't like on my diet and just like I was sick that day. And so after the second <clears> match, <throat> like I was on the bathroom floor just throwing up and like you know whenever Ooh. you're throwing up and you think you're like done throwing up and then you're not and you have to go back to the toilet. <laughs> Like that, I did that number like a couple times, and just like, oh, no. were you nervous? Uh, I mean, I think I'm nervous before every single competition, but okay. for that day, I don't think that it was anything. Yeah, dude, that sounds out sick, of the ordinary, dude. but which which is good because I mean, again, stab you in the front. Um, was expecting super high things, and then you came in and you and you weren't your you know your dynamic self quite as much. I mean, you still had great moves, were on the mats, doing good things, but it wasn't. Like Chattanooga to Decatur 2, you were just a, a step slower, it seemed. And so thank yeah. you for the context. I mean, it makes sense now. Uh, Mickey, there's a comment out there for Alex. Could you uh, put that up real, real quick? Uh, from Tiago? Yeah. Uh, from Tiago. He says, yo, Alex, you have our respect by not calling your teammates. However, if you start rising through the ranks, you will be called out. Tito Chuck is a great example. <laughs> and uh, I got you, Alex. <clears throat> out for you, right? I got you, man. Speaking of your best interest, Tiago, what really happened is – Alex kicks everyone's ass, but he's so humble about it that he's going to hype them up before he hypes himself up. I'm open to that game. It's just like a, uh, like, I, I don't know. It just doesn't. I don't no, know. I hear you. I hear you. It's tough to call out your buddy. It'd be like me calling out Miggy. Hey, let's have a match. He's like, no, that's my boy. Now he'd be like this. He's like, hey, pussy, let's have a match. I know you're going to show up. <laughs> so it's different. It's different, but. Now, so Tiago also follows up with, don't forget to take care of your own other than the group only. Mm. Yeah, Tiago I mean, dropping Tiago bombs. I get it, right? You got to kind yeah. of be selfish in this game. Uh, yeah, yeah, it happens at times, right? But, you know, again, I respect your balance, Alex, because at well, times as well, right, like you pointed out, you have teammates that while they don't compete, um, you train with them, and it helps you get ready for competition. So in that aspect, it is a team, you know, feat to prepare for these type of things. I think well, where I people go – 
sorry no no go ahead i think um where people go to mess up whenever they like do call outs and stuff like that is like they'll do it with people that they don't even necessarily like want beef with that they're just trying to like create something that's not there and so i want there to be some sort of like genuine like i don't really like how that dude does that like like hey so and so you want to you want to get it in or something like that let's do that let's not like create something to where i'm not really into it and then the people won't really feel it if i don't really actually feel that way that makes sense man you know it, mm-hmm. you look at what happened at adcc uh josh hanger and uh ty was, i think it was ty. no was it ty yeah no no hold, hold on he uh, beat no but he he didn't beat ty did he yeah, he did. No, yeah, 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 yeah. He be, it was oh, Ty Rotolo, yeah. Yeah, he beat Ty Rotolo, their teammates. Oh, sure. Yeah. And they, and they gave uh, Hinger the decision, which pissed a lot of people off. Yeah. I mean, it's going to happen eventually. If if you're competing and your teammates in the same weight division, I mean, what do you do? It's fine. Ty got the bronze in absolute. He he, he did fine that weekend. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, Not as good as his brother, but still pretty good. Yeah, both they both did great. But uh, what, I'm saying is, Come on. what I'm saying is that, you know, Maybe coming across, you know, a teammate at a tournament, it, it can happen. So, I mean, it's not – I get that you don't want to call them out, you know, because there's really nothing there, you know. But – I think there's could, like a, an accumulating experience thing that happens, and then like once you get to a certain level, then I think people be like, oh, Alex called out this guy. You know what I mean? But like right now it's like, oh, yeah, cool. I don't know. The, <laughs> yeah. the rock, the rock troll called out everybody. Yes, he did. He? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Was I one of the people oh, that called out? No. Hey, I mean, <laughs> listen, he called you out. He called the Elkins out. He called this. Yeah. He was like this. He was like, like the Alabama hammer. I'm the nail. You can't crack. You know, I was like, dude, chill. <laughs> oh, so he called me nice. the Alabama hammer too. No. Yeah, I mean, he was like the no. Alabama there, hammer. There. You cannot take this nail out. Now we're it just was wild, around. dude. <laughs> I mean, so so the rock troll was hilarious. Max Jolly was was hilarious because like at the end of that Chattanooga qualifier, he got with B Mac, and he was calling out everyone that he'd had beef with since like the first grade. And it was, it was a list. Yeah, you look back funny. there. It, it was like the lipstick uh, names and lipstick list off of uh, you know. Um, Billy, Billy Madison. Billy Madison. Yeah, he was like, wow, have you ever pissed him off? Your name's in the living room on the lipstick. Yeah. Um, but, but then he yeah. came in. He came on the podcast. It was last week or week before, and he's yeah, just dropping dimes again. Sorry, because ADC uh, ADCC was last week, so you're there. But he's dropping dimes on everyone again. So uh, you know, but, how, hey, like, different styles. Whenever you compete against somebody, like the conversation you have with them right after you compete is like probably the conversation you would normally have with them if you weren't competitors. And like mm-hmm. I sat and talked to him for like five or ten minutes. He's a he's a chill guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he is. Yeah. He's just trying to make it entertaining. Yeah, 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 for sure. Which I, I mean, you know, I support that. I like that. Yeah, it is what it is. You know, he that that's just like a little thing that he's got going on, and I I like it. I think it's funny. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, he's not trying too hard with it, which is nice. You know. Yeah. yeah. He just makes it flow nice. So another thing I saw looking at your smooth comp, uh, you ran into uh, another PGF uh, competitor at a no gi. Back in uh, 2021, uh, David Evers. I sure did. How was that, sir? Uh, You know, he was a good bit better on that day. uh, You said it was 2021. Do you have it pulled up on, like, when in 2021 that was? 
Bro, um, hey, I'm sorry, hey, October thirtieth, twenty twenty one, Franklin, Tennessee, Naga, uh, Tennessee. October, I've, I'm sorry. Uh, I've been taking this so. To me, there's like when people ask how long you've been training, there's like a when does you first get exposed to it, and then like I think that the real question, and like again, I'm kind of stealing this from BMAC, but like how many hours do you spend on it, like on the mat? And so for me, like I've been taking this seriously for about a year now. Like anything past a year ago, I just wasn't really uh, very good. You know, I wasn't like a naturally good at jujitsu guy. I was a good athlete, but I mean like a Getting back to the David thing, uh, I think that was at the very start of me taking it seriously. Um, and so I think I was just, like, uh, making it difficult on him, and I wasn't really, like, uh, attacking like I feel like I could now. So so what I heard was uh, now you would kick David Ever's ass. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> That's what the article's going like to say later today. I'd like to see where I'm at with David now. I, I mean, are, is he is David ever still competing in in local tournaments? I mean, I know he moved. Yeah, he's in Texas. I, I okay. Sorry, I, I haven't kept track. I mean, I, I follow his two accounts on Instagram, but I haven't seen anything lately. I think he's really busy yeah. doing that whole rocket scientist thing. Oh. He's on the moon right now, dude. Mars. <laughs> he might be on the way to Mars. Yeah, he's on the way to Mars. Uh, he's looking at so your. He's gonna go. He's gonna go. Uh, <laughs> he's gonna move planets to train. <laughs> he's buff enough to do it. The main takeaway is just I didn't let him leg lock me. Like I saw no. the first Decatur qualifier, he was just leg locking everybody. Yeah. And so I was just like, it was like that football team with the one good player. Like he's not going to beat us with that guy. Yeah. You know, so like that's what it was for me. That's the Cowboys versus the the Bills. Uh, that, that was the strategy. Well, the strategy was, uh, you know, to, uh, you know, give Thurman Thomas like a million yards. It's like, it's fine. We'll, we'll let him go there. But, uh, we, we won't let uh, Kelly get in the game. Mm-hmm. And I think I was only a purple belt for like a couple weeks whenever I had that. And I was uh, right around year three. And so just super young and just every three months, I feel like I'm just a different grappler. Listen, yeah. it, it, it took me, let's see, I want to say seven years to get to purple belt. And you got there to, in three years, man. That's pretty good. Thank you. you I know, appreciate that's, it. That, that's, you know, that's, you know, so are you an everyday guy? I try to be. If um my schedule allows me with work, I'm, I've got a bad habit of just like not working enough and just putting everything in jujitsu and just being a jujitsu bomb. And but if I can, I want to be at the gym every day, twice a day. Can, can you say what type of work you do, or is it like something? Just the you field. You don't gotta say like who you work yeah. for. Yeah, don't name no companies. Just say the field. I, uh, I work at a brewery. All right. Oh, well, nice. Shoot, I'd be like. Jiu-jitsu. I'm just gonna have some beers. Any any double now. IPAs you make there? Um, I mean, we actually did IPAs today. It uh, it's kind of hard sometimes just to like smell the beer and just not like I couldn't work at like a cookie shop or something like that with because <laughs> I just I, I'm disciplined, but with food and beer and stuff like that, it's just like it's hard for me to just look at it and not just you know what I'm saying, just like drink the whole thing. No, no, Tiago. He has my dream job. Egg dream job, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'll, I'll come in as a taster all day. <laughs> I don't want to work. I just want to drink the beer. <laughs> be like, I'll be your taster, your official taster. That's all. You know, if you pay me for that, we're good. That's outstanding. That's really cool. That's kind of fun. Because, <laughs> very honestly, with your conditioning, etc., 
one would not think that you were a brewmeister. <laughs> it's like, trust, it's like, uh, anyway. I was just about to say, like, my cardio has been something that I've been working on, like, relentlessly on because I'm so tired of just, like, losing just because, like, I got tired or, like, I didn't eat the right mm-hmm. food. Because, like, whenever I was younger, like, I was just to eat whatever you want and just go out and just be more athletic than them guy. And I'm just not, like, you just can't compete at a high, high level and just, like, eat whatever or train whenever. Like, I'm glad you're learning you that have- lesson now because uh, you're 23 – Wait till you're 40 plus, brother! Uh, uh, exclamation point! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! About your point. So, no. Yeah, I mean, once you hit 30, it's a whole different ball game. <laughs> I mean, I used to, you know, I, I was, you know, somewhat athletic growing up. I, I played basketball and volleyball, all, you know, growing up, and I could eat whatever, whenever. It could be two o'clock in the morning, and I could have three cheeseburgers. Wake up the next morning. And be ready to go do it. Now, if I have a cheeseburger, I'm down for like two or three days. Those hangovers are different. Like whenever, like before you're 21, you can handle them. But once you hit that like legal age and you wake up in the morning, like your head and your stomach, it's just like, do I even want to like, I don't know. Drinking is just like a, is it worth it type of deal? Sometimes. Stand by, brother. Just stand by. Man, just I've never had that. It's all downhill from here, it. then. It's <laughs> <laughs> not going to get any better. <laughs> oh, buddy. I, 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 last time I, I got a little saucy, like, well, I mean, I get tipsy here and there, but when I got a good thrashing, oh, my God. I, I'm down for at least four days, you know? They and hurt. Oh yeah, your whole body hurts. It's like I don't want to do anything. I don't. I don't want to look at work. I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to do nothing but just lay there. So oh, that's I why I, I don't. I don't do it as much anymore. I just have a couple of beers and just you know. Yeah, uh, you, you just make sure you're stocked up with a B multivitamin, plenty of ibuprofen. Uh, you're you're uh, in the south. Get some goodies powder. There you go. Anyway, I've been so, getting so, really big on that Pedialyte. If I do. Bro, yeah, nice pro move. That is yeah. right there, man. Huge. So, so what does your 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 cardio regimen look like? You know, for you to you know get that 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 cardio where you feel like you're not gonna lose because you got tired. Uh, number one is just not taking off rounds, like getting on the mat whenever we start rolling and be the last guy out there. Uh, I think that getting on, like, I think that you need to get in shape on the mat. And then you got to have some sort of secondary conditioning to kind of supplement that. So I've been getting on the bike and uh, there's like this setting on it to where you'll like pedal, like you'll sprint, so to speak, for 10 seconds. And then you'll just keep it moving for 20. And so I just kind of like it tells you how many calories that you can burn in a couple minutes. And so I really just try to play like a game with myself and we'll compete with each other just to see like how many calories that we can burn in like four minutes. Are you talking about 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 an assault bike? Yeah, it's like a soul bike. Yeah. Oh, I is, is Evan Stapler out there doing that with you? Um, so I haven't done it in Decatur, but I have seen him working over there in Decatur. Because yeah, he'll post like they do like similar things with the bike. I just see them yeah. go through the grind session. I'm like, that's that's heart right there. Him and Travis dying on a soul bike. Yeah. yeah, I need to work out with them, but I have not. What were you saying? Him and Travis are doing what? The, um, the soul bike to buy the thing, man. Yeah, yeah they did oh, okay. Strength and conditioning with scaff and stuff like that. Maybe there's comments out there. What's going on? I, yep. I see them popping in now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So I'm going to go back up. Um, so this is from earlier. 
Sheldon Albertson had mentioned, well, back to make his question, rephrase, anybody you're looking forward to building a friendly rivalry with? Ooh. Well, I mean, I did. I don't know if y'all are aware about this, but in, I want to say June, I had a match with Cole Abate. And oh, nice. IBJJF. And so, I mean, he's an ADCC caliber mm-hmm. guy, but, you know, I want to work to have rivalries with people that are at the highest level that I can. Yeah. Like, uh, for me, if I'm just like, uh, yeah, I think he'd be a good one. I think that I'm going to see how not cutting weight goes for this next one this weekend. But I really am just trying to cement myself. But he's the first name uh, off the top of my head that I'd really like. Very nice. Sorry, can you hear me? No. Who's the the name, man? Colabate. Oh, this weekend? No, he's not going to no, be no, this no, weekend. But, oh, sorry. I thought you said he was coming up this weekend. Uh, you're naming the guy this weekend. My apologies. Oh, it's all good. Um, but I'm going to be the weight class above. Now, there is the world champ from last year in that weight class coming up potentially in the second round, which I'm excited sure. about that one. People hate him. Hey, but they've got some good competition in there. Yeah. They really do. Right. Wait, so what's your weight, Alex, that, for this tournament? Uh, so the weight limit is going to be like 175. And so that's okay. what I normally like walk around at. And so mm-hmm. I really feel my best around like 66, 67. And then once I start yeah. getting below like 64, I start feeling like crap a little bit. That's right. Wow. So you, you cut like 20 pounds to do the qualifiers. Same day, same day weigh-in. Holy shnikes. That's dedication, man. How, how long does it normally take you to cut that weight? If I'm being smart, I'll do it ahead of time and make it like a – I'm not like a weight-cutting expert. I just like I'll, – I'll start like dieting like probably a month or so out, and then I'll start gradually cutting water about a week out. But like I really like – I don't completely not know what I'm doing, but I'm not like the weight-cutting guy that you go to. <laughs> Well, I mean, so, you're ironclad, so I mean, you got some wrestlers there that can tell you what to do. Yeah, but the the thing is, is they like uh, they'll contradict each other. Like, I'll have one guy saying to like cut this and that, and then like the next guy be like, "Well, you need to have this before practice." I'm like, "Well, he's saying that's like the number one thing not." And then I just like, I don't know, I overthink stuff like cutting weight, stuff like that. I just I can't stand doing that. And like doing it for the PGF was one of the few exceptions. We're like, all right, I will cut a bunch of weight for the PGF. So it took you a month to get ready for the PGF uh, qualifier. Uh, I was saying that like whenever I cut weight, if I'm smart, I'll start dieting a month out. I really okay. started like uh the weight cut like probably two weeks out or a week out. Okay, okay. makes sense. I mean, shoot. I hate cutting weight. <laughs> That's why I don't compete anymore. I'm like, you know what? I'm 46. I don't need to do this. What am I proving? I'm not going to the highest of the highest levels. It's a Naga tournament, you know? <laughs> I'm not I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. So, I mean, you're 23 and you're talking about Colabate, who's obviously a ADCC competitor. So, that is that your goal to to hit that ADCC? Absolutely. I think too many people were saying like they don't want to shoot for the top because like so-and-so is going to be a world champion after not a lot of training or like for whatever excuse. And for me, I just like won't carry myself the same way if I just like don't shoot to be the absolute possibly best I can be. And that'll just like mess me up. And so, and I believe I can do it as well. Just like the people that I've uh, not even been able to roll with just because I looked like I sucked. And, you know, now I can hang with them and look like I'm pretty good. 
and uh, I just see myself getting better and better and elevating, and I do think that I'll be uh, one of the guys that you'll see in the ADCC. Uh, have you set a time frame for yourself? You'd be like, okay, I want to make it by 2024, 26, whatever. Um, I know that I want to do the trials in a couple of years. Um, yes. I think it's two years away. But yep. Yep. I don't have like a expiration. Like if I'm like 70 and it still hasn't happened, maybe I have to have an honest conversation with myself. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe He's I'm like, gonna... I'm getting social security, but damn it, I'm going to still try. <laughs> I think so you're saying just... there's a chance. Everyone says that like nobody makes it, but I think nobody tries or puts himself in that position because it yeah. just, mm-hmm. for me, the more I do to put myself mm-hmm. in that position, it like, uh, I've seen that mess with people's heads. Like if they yes. get in the gym and they start working really hard and like now they look like they should go comp- get, like win a competition. Like, I think there's like an old quote. It's like, uh, it's not our darkness that we're most afraid of. It's like our light. And I think whenever yeah. I really started giving myself a chance to go compete with those real like guys is whenever I really felt like, like, okay, this is something to actually be nervous about. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Because I used to want to like do something to mess myself up with my diet like a week before or something like that. So that way I could like, if I lost, I could look back and be like, well, that mm-hmm. wasn't my best self because I did this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't really know. No, it's definitely those mental games, man, to happen. And uh, now one thing I will say for you, man, it's like if you look back at this past ADCC, there were a lot of upsets that people never expected. These are people that went into their matches expecting to lose. So if anything, that should be a motivator as well, right, to chase the dream like you're doing right now. Hey, we we got uh, to break the, the train of thought, but Tiago's got a question for you real quick, Alex. Uh, well, put says, it out there, uh, Maggie. Do you train in the gi as well? I'm I haven't in no. a long time, but I have before. It's probably been a year. Yeah, he was he was five when he put on a gi. <laughs> training karate at the McDojo, uh, you know, near his right. house. Uh, I, I don't so, miss the gi, that's for sure. No, I don't either. I, I mean, I have a few, and I still do it on occasion just because mat time, man. Because I mean, sometimes yeah. beggars, beggars can't be choosers. And if all they got yeah, that you get day what you gi, get when it comes to that, where you, you know, like, yeah. oh, shit, a day, day with the gi is better than no day at all. That's right. Um, so, Alex, I mean, you know, do you, do you watch the, the PGF? Did you watch the qualifiers after that? Do you watch our show? I, I mean, I pretty much, like, I'm moving in, I'm moving from, like, being a fan of the PGF to being, like, one of the – like, I want to be one of the guys, to be honest, that's a competitor. Yeah. But, I mean, I watch absolutely everything that y'all put mm-hmm. out, and I love it. So, my question great. to you is, like, you know, you know com- compared to all the rest of the guys you've seen, you know, I, I know you're all about the friendly rivalry – Within that context, I mean, how do you think you'd stack up against those guys? Uh, so I really don't know a bunch of the people. So it's a, uh, I've seen. I don't keep up with the qualifiers too too much. I really like the season, uh, but I know probably six or seven off the top of my head that being there, and I think I'd be at the mix at the top. I do. Right on. And what are those six or seven? That you'd be in the mix of the top of. Well, why, why, why you want him to make name him? You're, you're, try, you're trying to make him call right him out. That's what you're trying no, to do. You should write up an article. Be like, oh, look out, guys, in your local tournament. This is my <laughs> job, gentlemen. This is my job to stir look, a little Ed, bit. Ed's of the gonna pot. be like this. He's gonna be like, welcome to Lowe's, where they have the Alabama hammer. Watch out. <laughs> 
He's he's stirring the pot. That's what he's doing. He's trying to make you yep. to call out somebody. Yeah. Say You're navigating name. the appropriate manner, Alex. You're doing yeah. good. He's just trying to catch you tripping, dude. Man, man, <laughs> I'm trying to do something for the show here. To uh, to yeah, to, to my, my my co-hosts are like, no. Yeah, no, he's you through a through a place with wet floors, and he's removing all the slippery floor signs. He's like, I'm gonna get this boy slipping. Anyway. All right, Alex, don't listen to me. Talk to those two. Yeah. I'm just working on like being myself, but not saying something stupid. No, 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 dude, you're, you're doing just well, messing man. around. Like, you're I mean, you, you can name whoever you want. It's fine. Name it's it's so friendly. Like, this okay, is the thing about this? the PGF. Alex, they're really just giving me shit, man. This, it's, it's yeah. not no, really. No, no, no. You can answer no, that no, question just fine. Don't listen to Egg. No, how about this? <laughs> who who from these people that you know in the PGF would you like to have a beer with and talk about jujitsu? Ooh. <laughs> on this upcoming season? Any season. this upcoming season. Or any season, actually, yeah. Any season. Ooh. Ooh. I'd probably go bad guy, Elijah Carlton. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Nice. Smart choice. Your reigning brown belt high rollers champion just made it look easy. Yeah. Made it look easy. And wow, those are some nice shots, man. Those were. Oh, uh, thank you. I appreciate picks. it. I, I had a great time. And I wanted to say that something to the guy talking shit next to me because he was chirping at Elijah. And I was like, man, you just have no idea. I come to find no out, apparently, Elijah's already beat him twice. <laughs> was that the dude with the belt walking around? Yeah, apparently Sean, Sean, Sean was like, he's already beat you twice. He was telling me at least. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That, Dude yeah. was chirping and I'm like, Shut That's up, like going bro. to a Naga tournament, walking around with a bottle of Hennessy and be like, yo, take shots with the champ, baby. I won this, <laughs> this 10 years ago and look at my Naga sword. That's what it felt like, man. <laughs> ah, that was good times. Yeah, hey, listen, that was, that's a good guy to sit down and have a beer with because, you know, he's he's – He's doing really good, you mm-hmm. know. He's uh competing in the in the high rollers, you know. Obviously, you you saw him in season one and two, you know, both great seasons. Actually, season three, three as well. Three, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, he had to drop out. But let's be honest, he was on his way of winning it. Yeah, yeah. And, he, I, and um, I know, I know, I know. Egg is you know giving me the the the, the eye roll, oh. but. Let's, let's be real. To the side, not a roll. Let, let, let's be side, real. Calculating. He was gonna win that shit. I don't care what you have to say. He was gonna win it. I think he's one of the people. I think he's one of the people that like jujitsu needs. Like if he's got a match coming up, it's like oh Elijah's going. You know what I'm saying? Like that yes. build up. Like whenever there's a mm-hmm. Connor fight or something like that, right. you just feel something in the air that whole week. And then whenever like there's people like Elijah or Matt or like Hunter Colvin or something like that, that have a match coming up. You're like, Oh, let's go. Yeah. For sure. I mean, honestly, Elijah versus Hunter. I'd watch that a million times. Yeah. That's right. Because your boy won. Yeah. Of course you watch it. I mean, no, no. I mean, it's just like, because it was like, you know, you're, you're on the, on the edge of your seat. Like, can he pass the guard? Is he going to triangle? No, Egg is like happen. this. I hope my fantasy picks work well. I hope my fantasy <laughs> picks work well. Uh, yeah. That that is a different aspect of the PGF. I, I I don't know if you've played the 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 fantasy, but it's super fun too. Especially when you when you when you see your buddy, you know, doing all this analysis and saying that he's gonna win, and then he ends up like number seventy (laughs) seven. You know, (laughs) dude, dude. Last season was a fluke. I did not have time. Oh, was it? I didn't have any time for analysis. Actually, I was too busy busy writing the damn blog. Mm. I couldn't think for myself or my team. I'm like, like because I I had an obligation, you know, to actually write it out for everyone else. What I right, thought, and put you it out got there. compromised. See, we know. You know what's? Here's the funny part. 
and I hate that you have to witness this, Alex, but if Egg were truly an evil, smart, evil villain guy, he would have told people to pick the people that he knew or that he wanted to lose. You know, so it's like he would get all the good picks. But yeah, no, yeah. he didn't do that. He did it wrong. <laughs> That's what I would have done. Me too. Just like, being like, a decent objective, semi, semi compromise objective. Like, Yo, guys, check out this power lineup. Pick nothing but white belts. This <laughs> I need to get in on fantasy. That sounds fun. Yeah, you know, I mean, it is. Great, I mean, and, and so here's the fun, really cool thing. Like, it was funny because, like, the first season competitors and even the, the commentators and the coaches, everyone could play because it was live. Yeah. And then, and then season two, none of them could play because everyone that was, was actually there, recorded. Was recorded, they all knew the results, so they couldn't play. Um, season mm-hmm. three, live, came on for everyone again. Um, and, and it was a blast. It was a lot of fun. Maggie, there's a question out there for Alex. You pull it up, yep. please. All right. Alex, could you break down your submission on Melvin Sedeno? Sedeno, uh, uh, so uh, Decatur, second qualifier, your your first match. Melvin Sedeno. He um, probably don't don't know the guy. Yeah. Your, 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 your first, your win in Decatur, the second he, had a shoulder crunch, I believe. And I think that he was going for some sort of butterfly sweep from the shoulder crunch. Mm-hmm. And I think I just kind of floated my hips and uh, made him think that I was going to pass and just went right into Ashi and finished with a straight nice. ankle. Right on. Old yeah. reliable right there, the straight ankle. Like, that's what I'm talking about, dude. Yes, sir. It's a little Mario move right there. That's my favorite. I, uh, I'll hit the heel hook too, but I feel like once you get the knee line, people are assuming that you're going heel hook a little bit more nowadays. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't it's know. trendy. It's trendy to heel hook people. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll say this too. For me personally, it's easier to get a heel hook than an ankle lock. So the fact that you can pull those out, man, it's pretty impressive. I, I can't get a straight ankle lock. To see yeah, do mind. straight ankle locks. I'm looking like the white belt. That's like their first day doing an ankle lock where they're like yeah. going all the way back and then they're not getting anything. So the guy's foot just pops out and then they're at, you know, getting crushed as me i'm like one of those people that they're just like basic things that to me are really hard but like easy for other people and then vice versa like they'll be easy for me and then hard for other people Mm. no that's a good body types too Uh, who knows yeah Uh, sorry there's a bunch yeah you both were speaking at the same time sorry what was that okay hey go ahead you you first you go first i'm saying body types can be part of that too I mean, obviously, you know, depending on your body type, things can be easier for you than and than others. Like, you know, for me, I got ape arms, and so you know, Darcy's for days, you know, et cetera. But you know, because my my you know daddy long legs issues, I can't recover crap because I can't get my you know, then my all my knee surgeries, I can't get my freaking knees in anywhere. Yeah. Um, but so it's just body types for me. But me, he's gonna say something else. Yeah, I would say sometimes it's a good problem to have in grappling. Whenever something that might be more difficult for other people is easier for you. Like, I mean, obviously, right, at first you might have moments where you're like, man, I should be able to get this easy move. But as time progresses, you'll be able to understand those, what should be easy in a way higher understanding compared to other folks. Because, again, man, again, an ankle lock being, like, super easy for you, props. Because, again, that's something I wish I could knock on mm-hmm. people. But instead, I get ankle locked when I go for this. So – Here's another question for you. I mean, uh, do you go back and watch your matches from competitions? Absolutely. So, I mean, I mean, so like you know, with, with TJ Steinbeck, who we kind of call the mummy, you know, the guy from Colorado has his own gym. He tapes up every freaking joint possible on his stuff. And then Wesley Cotter was from Queen City. You know, 
Yeah, any strategies have you ever had facing them again? Uh, so punch them in the face and ankle lock them. <laughs> like that. Well, that's that's strategy against everyone. I think just being more persistent about passing. I think that there are some people that they're just going to be tough to leg lock. Like Eddie Bravo was talking about, we're moving kind of out of like this revolution of people not knowing the leg lock game. And so, like, if you sort of went to leg lock college, like, you kind of – I don't know. I feel like people were just getting more hip to it. And so, I was just trying to play this, like, I don't think you can stop me from leg locking you game when really I should have just been like, no, nah, I don't care if I'm here for, like, 30 seconds trying to pass the guard. And then, like, you see at some of the who's number one shows, it takes them 10 minutes to pass. And so, I think I, sometimes I'll just get impatient. And uh, just to answer your question, just being more persistent about passing the guard. That – Yes, sir. So that is exactly right. The idea that you're like the only leg locker there in Ironclad, if nothing else, that will help you defend the leg locks. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, um, I mean, not, not you know, the people we've seen in the qualifiers, there's leg lockers for days, brother. Yeah. They're, they're the guys that like that, like the rock troll. I mean, they, they live for the leg lock. I mean, yeah. so your, your competitive advantage against all these guys, these new guys, like you said, these guys coming up is like, Hey, I can defend the leg lock, but also I can take your, you know, keister down because I'm an ironclad guy, and also I can pass you and I can get that, you know, old uh, Matt Elkins, you know, chin strap on you, and right. I, I'm, I'm going to choke the hell out of you. Mm-hmm. That's that, I, I think that you know, pardon me, it's my analysis, your competitive advantage, if you will, if if you have that pedigree. Absolutely, I think just like with some of these people that they're literally just so. I think no-gi is just like a slippier game in general. And so people just can just be kind of difficult if they're like fast and twitchy and athletic. And so I think that there's a lot of value. And we've been going over this a lot in class is just like being heavy on people whenever you're in mount and just like taking their will to like win the match away and just like making the match kind of rough on them. And so that's kind of what I'm trying to – implement and get better at because I like being heavy is something that like I've known how to do from day one, but I can't really get my body to do it. And so I think I'm finally getting to the point in my journey where my body's listening and people are having those like reactions whenever I'm like trying to be heavy. Right on. Hey, listen, what, what do you do to like chill? Like what do you do for fun? I mean, is this the fun or, or do you do something else? I mean, like go fishing or whatever. I'm kind of a, I don't know, a little, not like a boring guy, but I would say like a focused guy. I, uh, I really don't, you're not going to see me like out, like I used to love and like, I don't know how to put this. I'm just so focused that my fun is like going to go travel and compete right now. Right on. Okay. Like whenever I look at like really successful people, like whenever they were like making their ascent, that sounds like the right word. Um, they yep. weren't mm-hmm. like having a bunch of fun and like, they weren't like, uh, you're talking about Gordon Ryan. Yes, sir. And like, they don't have like a bunch of leisure time to like, just do whatever. Mm-hmm. And so for me, if I get to like leave mm-hmm. Birmingham and like go see some new spots and go compete and meet some new people, like to me, that's like, that's so much fun. Right on. Yeah. That's a perfect yeah, mindset. Like, mm-hmm. When you love what you do, training is fun, right? Like, yeah. uh, I'm sure you have friendships where they're your friends, but you guys really only see each other on the mats because that's where you know you're going to find each other every time. Yeah. Yes, sir. Absolutely. 
Uh, for, for me, I, I got to do other stuff too, man. I, I mean, obviously I'm not in the competition scene or anything like that, but <clears> I mean, that is the perfect mindset to get to where you wanted to go. You know, obviously you want to go to ADCC. So that's pretty much the right mentality to get there. It's like, this is fun for me. So I'm just going <clears> to <throat> keep doing it because this is my goal. Uh, well, what does the question say, Miggy? So, so from our Irmao Tiago, he says, you have what it takes to be a champ, Alex. I can see that on you. Hope to see you in the spotlight soon. All right. Thank you, sir. Thank you, man. I mean, so that's what they say. Like, you know, when, when you have a passion for is also what you're good at, that, that, that's the magic, magic sauce, man. That, that's where things happen because you will dedicate it. That, that, like you said, that's your fun. That's your joy. That's your bliss. I mean, so if you keep that mindset and that's it, it keeps driving you and it's fun, well, I mean, of course, you're going to be able to put all your energy into it because that's that's what you love. I mean, so, I mean, I, honestly, I think all three you're of us are You're in the right place, man. You. you know, you're in the right place. You got the right gym free. Because you said you're coaching there too, right? Yes, sir. Exactly, dude. You're doing all the right moves, my man. Dude, you know, you all this comes at this point, like you said, right? The past years when you started counting, you take it serious. And think like you said, every three months, you're a whole new grappler. And you coaching is also going to take you to some extra levels, man. So I applaud you for that, man. You're doing all the right things. Just keep the grind going. Thank I mean, you. J- Jake is freaking brilliant. He's a next level wrestling genius. He is. I mean, you know, then you got yeah Matt over there too. That that's been through everything, and then just up the road you got B Mac and Scaff. Come on, man. And you, people you, sleep on Marcus as a coach too. He's a uh, fantastic as well. <laughs> all three of them are, are. I hate to, you know, but they're all very good. Um, sure. Sad to y'all's point. I'm not not talking smack to Marcus. I mean, oh, no, I'm not like, so insane. No, I wouldn't no. try to be like you didn't say Marcus. But no, not yet. Wanted <laughs> to include my man. No, he's awesome. He he he's 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 ridiculous. I mean, the stuff he does that we saw on the Madison season three, it was crazy and so much fun and just like intuitive grappling. Just like you know, the dude, it, it showed that he grew up with grappling. Mm-hmm. Like his his understanding, he doesn't understand all the words for for the jujitsu part part, but like he's just he just knows it. The way he tells me, he's just like I just know how the body works and doesn't yep. work, and I yep. just understand concepts. And I like if you talk like body manipulation and stuff like that, he'll like know every single thing that you're talking about. But there'll be like basic jujitsu words, and he's like, "Dude, what's this?" I'm like, "That's such like a best. I'm like, "How do you know like?" He just has like a, to me, I kind of think that there's no replacement for jujitsu training, but there's kind of like grappling as a whole. So if someone says they've been wrestling for like 10 years, like you have to have some jujitsu, but I mean, look at like Nicky Rod and uh, his little and brother. His brother, Jacob. Yeah. Jay yeah. Rod, yeah. They both grew up wrestling, but they only did jujitsu for a year. And just like Marcus knows so much little tweaking things. He's like, you know, like if you have this underhook and you like take his elbow like there, he's like weak there. And I'm like, well, they don't teach you that in jujitsu, but he's just like a grappling wizard mind. But it comes from like that grappling training, just to go back to what I was saying. That's awesome. That is great. Listen, I I, got to Before we go, I got a question for you. If you were to be in the PGF, you think you can make weight? I mean, Let's say something was to happen and they called you. Can you make weight? Yeah. October 25th, man. That's not, that's a, that's just a month out. Well, I, I, I hate to, you know, have told you a little lie and bring you in on the full false pretenses, but 
We're here to extend you an invite to the PGF season four. That's pretty much it. Right now? That's why you're here, man. Right now. That's why you're here. So No way. So we had had a little injury from one of our uh, contestants. And uh, unfortunately, he bought out. So this is your official invite to season four. So you might want to start cutting weight, my friend. Yeah, welcome, sir. Oh, man. Oh, I'm so happy right now. (laughs) (laughs) We we can see it. Right. No, what I love too is there's like a little thing for private chat on this. And Egg a few minutes ago was like, yo, are we gonna tell him? And I'm just like, oh, he's gonna see this know something's up. Yeah, I'm ignoring the messages, you know. Uh, you know, I'm 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 just I was just you know going with the flow, waiting for the right moments, and this is the right moment because we're about yeah. to end here shortly. So hey, welcome to season four, man. Thank uh, you so much. We are going to have you fill out. Uh, Egg's going to say, "Well, hey, tell him where he can go in and fill out the the questionnaire that you want him to get." All right, right brother. Uh, we're, we're friends on Instagram, etc. I'll send you the WhatsApp for the the you know, competitors and coaches uh, for the season, and in there, I'll send you another thing where I I, I posted a questionnaire to my my website. Fill it out, send it to me because we're, we're we're so stand by October 9th. And, and by the way, people that are still here, October 9th at noon uh, Eastern time, the draft will be live. on. And we're Eastern. doing the draft. And we, the PGF insiders, are doing the draft, sir. Darn we, Putin, Vlad Putin. Yeah, we're no, <laughs> no longer relegated to the pre-draft show, which everyone loved, by the way. But however, we got the real deal. We're, yeah. we're doing the draft ourselves. And so we're, we're going to bring on the coaches uh, we're going to do the draft. We're going to do the highlights. And, uh, so October 9th, you'll know who you're, you're going to be uh, playing for. Sweet. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I'm listening to everything you said, but I heard invite to PGF and I'm still like, I listened to it, but it just, I didn't hear it. Yeah. <laughs> listen, moment, we're we're going to get out of here, but hang on. Cause we're going to talk to you behind the scenes a little bit. So guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Alex Hall, Season four of the PGF. Tune in, watch him, support him. And guys, we'll see you next week. Peace. Adios. Hasta luego. Hasta luego.